0: hi everyone and welcome to the podcast talking your way to change my name is Zan Banker and I am the host of this show I'm a licensed psychologist with 23 years of experience and I'm excited to have this platform to educate others about mental health and psychotherapy gratitude is not just good medicine though a nice sentiment a warm, fuzzy feeling, or a strategy or tactic for being happier and healthier. It is also the truest approach to life. We did not create or fashion ourselves, and we did not get where we are in life by ourselves. So living in gratitude is living in truth. It is the most accurate and honest approach to life. Written by Dr. Robert Emmons The Little Book of Gratitude Create a life of happiness and well-being. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Talking Your Way to Change. This is Dr. Banker. Today's episode is entitled The Science of Gratitude. Gratitude is not just an emotional state. It is a powerful practice Of appreciating life on its own terms. It's not so much that it's hard to be grateful. What is hard is to remember to shift our attention from what is actually hardwired into our brains. That is unpleasant thoughts, emotions, or social interactions. Our brains are wired to have us focus on threats, hassles, and problems. These Issues, problems, have a greater effect on one's psychological state and processes than neutral or positive. This is what scientists call negativity bias. If we want to have a more positive mindset or increase our happiness, we need to put into practice habits that will encourage this expansion. Fortunately, science has given us some strategies to make this happen. And having gratitude is one of them. So let's just take a minute. You could close your eyes and picture in your mind's eye something that has happened today that you are grateful for. That you are truly appreciative of having. Or having experienced. Or perhaps perceived today. It could be something as small as sunlight the smell of coffee maybe a zoom fitness class a free yoga class on amazon prime maybe you had time to organize a junk drawer or maybe something more meaningful like a phone call with a friend as you select something take time and recall it in your mind and savor it a bit notice how you feel often when people do these exercises they feel like that the value of their life has increased. How does gratitude relate to happiness? It turns out that we all have a happiness genetic set point, and this accounts for 50% of our ability to feel happy. I guess that's not surprising. What is remarkable, though, is that the events and circumstances in our lives only account for 10%. The other 40% is our internal state of mind. And it is this 40% that we can actually influence with our behavior intentionally. So it is not what happens to us that makes or breaks us. This research also suggests that if we are looking for our life circumstances to change, to give us happiness, like I'll be happy when COVID is over, we're going to fail. It is not so much that circumstances don't impact us positively or negatively, it is just that it only impacts us for a certain amount of time, and scientists call this hedonic adaptation. We actually become accustomed to both positive and negative happenstances and the effects we get from them emotionally don't work well over time. I think most people can relate to this in terms of material goods. For example, how long does having a new car sustain our joy? We know that people who win the lottery tend to return roughly to their original level of happiness after the novelty of the wind has worn off. The same is true for those who are in major accidents and lose the use of their legs. The change in ability can be devastating at first, but people generally tend to return to their pre-accident levels of happiness after the habituation period. So looking to our life circumstances or material successes to make us happy will only make us feel discontent. Thankfully though, there are practices for boosting our happiness and practicing gratitude is one of the best activities. There's a famous experiment by Dr. Robert Emmons and Michael E. McCullough at the University of California, Davis, where people who kept a gratitude journal weekly in which they wrote down five things they were grateful for for 10 weeks were more optimistic enjoyed better physical health, and exercised more regularly. More regularly. (laughs) The takeaway that I want to stress is that the practice of gratitude will give you strategies to improve your well-being. I want to leave you with some ideas about how to implement gratitude practices in your life. Here are some ideas for you. And you can start to incorporate these gratitude practices today. First, you could start by pivoting your gratitudes from your senses, like taste, touch, smell, sight, or sound. These are the small things in our life that we can savor. So, before eating your meal, take a moment to center yourself with a few deep breaths and appreciate the food you're about to eat. This in turn will relax your body and actually allow you to better absorb nutritional value from the food and feel satiated. Or two, you could take a moment to notice something that is visually appealing, like the sky or sunlight, flowers, green grass. Three, consider feeling gratitude towards a favorite song or musician that listening to evokes a strong connection or emotion. You could express thanks for having a dog to pet. You can appreciate a scent that comes from your hand soap. Keeping a daily gratitude journal can take five to 10 minutes a day to write down five things that you're grateful for. You can even boost this by sharing your list with a friend. You could share ideas about what you're grateful for with your family at bedtime or mealtime. You could try writing a thank you note to someone and then delivering it you could go on a gratitude walk sometimes it helps to have prompts such as something money can't buy that i am grateful for or a challenge i am grateful for is i'll leave you with some final thoughts by robert emmons he says we all begin life dependent on others and most of us end life dependent on others if we're lucky in between, we have roughly 60 years or so of unacknowledged dependency. The human condition is such that throughout life, not just at the beginning and the end, we are profoundly dependent on other people. Gratitude is the truest approach to life. We did not create or fashion ourselves. We did not birth ourselves Life is about giving, receiving, and repaying. We are receptive beings dependent on the help of others, on their gifts and their kindness. Okay, until next time, this is Dr. Banker. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for listening. I need to alert you that this podcast is not meant to be a substitution for mental health treatment. Although we talk about psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. If listeners are interested in pursuing therapy, I would refer you to psychologytoday.com US or your insurance carrier network. Okay, thanks again. Until next time.